right. Welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Uh, we have an exciting episode uh, today for you. This is actually our first time with this many people packed into our, uh, our room. Uh, so we're going to be uh, covering a really, I, I think, interesting topic. Uh, Justin, I mean, you know, I, I think it's probably the first time we've delved into actually money management on the show. Yeah, it's going to be uh, very interesting to, to hear from our, our two guest speakers here in regards to how um, their sp- respective firms view um, different types of money management and, and how, you know, you can kind of combine them together in order to be able to Yeah, and I think we should say as an introduction, you know, a lot of times advisors pass themselves off as money managers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the role of an advisor should be that of a conductor. You know, they they should be uh, giving the proper guidance, whether it's tax strategy, retirement strategy, income strategy. Um, But most advisors try to delve into that world of money management, but they don't do a great job of it. Yeah. You know, and, and we understand where our strong suit is mm-hmm. and where our weaknesses are. And this is why we partner with with very good money managers like yourselves. And let's get into those intros here. So so today, uh, you know, for our guest speakers, we wanted to focus on tactical management of investments. And, and we'll start with kind of what that is and how that works so our listeners can understand that. Uh, but we have uh, Hamid Farouz, eh? Yes. From... <laughs> I always get your last name. (laughs) From uh, Sierra Mutual Funds and Ocean Park Asset Management. And then we have Chris Kanata from Howard Capital Management. And, uh, you know, sometimes listeners, they hear firms and they know the name right off the top of their head, right? Vanguard, Fidelity, or or things along that lines. Um, But in the world of investing, there's probably 18,000 different fund companies and managers out there. Right. And, and what we've lucked upon as far as the SE group is found two that actually pair very well together. And we'll explain why that's very important when it comes to tactical management. But, you know, I'd like to uh, just open a floor, just introduce yourself. uh, Maybe tell our listeners a little bit about how long you've been in the business and, uh, you know, just where you're from. Sure. Sure. Well, it's great to be here uh, with this crew. It's fantastic to be here. Uh, So I've been in the business for, believe it or not, coming on to uh, over 19 years. Uh, started off my career on the financial advisory side and um, worked my way over to this side in this uh, more consultative role working with uh, financial advisors uh, such as yourselves. And it's become a very big passion of mine. It's been a passion of mine. And working with people and helping them has been something that's been very, very um, true to the heart of what I enjoy doing. And um, so my background uh, has always been centered around helping people and and working with people. And so I came aboard my firm uh, about four and a half years ago. And um, I'm based here in New York as the regional director. And uh, it's been a fantastic, uh, fantastic journey here with Ocean Park. Been really, uh, really enjoying it. And uh, thanks again. It's great to be here with this team. Yeah, and Ocean Park's, uh, you know, been very supportive of us and on our efforts, especially uh, within the community, which is always, you know, very important for us as well. And as Howard Capital, Chris, I'll introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, no, thanks so much, Mark. Justin, appreciate you guys having us on today. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, my story, I guess, is, you know, somewhat similar in that I started as an independent financial advisor as well about nine years ago in the business. And, um, you know, to, to your point, you know, I wasn't such a great conductor, if you will, right? But I was really, really good at understanding the money management side and conveying that to my clients. And that's what led me to ultimately pursue that side. Um, And, you know, that's taken me my career at Howard Capital, which is very similar to Hammond's. It's been about four years now, you know, that I've been with the firm as the regional vice president for the Northeast. So 
um, you know, immensely blessed and excited to be able to work with, you know, great advisors like yourselves. Yeah, well, you know, we, obviously we have talent here, right? We have a lot of individuals that are, that are very familiar with how to manage money, uh, the proper ways to manage money, ways to maximize return if possible. Um, you know, but I think our listeners need to take a step back and understand tactical management in general, right? And that's hard to explain if we don't start with strategic management. And, you know, when you look at strategic management, right, we're talking long-term approach, right? We're talking asset allocation, you know, maybe it's uh, cash position, bond position, stock position, maybe commodities or things along that lines with the ultimate long-term approach in there. And what Tactical is trying to do, right, in short term is take advantage of the opportunities in the market by shifting money, maybe from a cash position to commodities if they're in favor or stock or, you know, that in and out of the market to take advantage of an up cycle or, in, in Hamid's case, in and out of the market to take advantage of stability and, and fixed nature as far as income goes, right? So our, so our listeners can understand why these two pair very well together is in the portfolios, when we run portfolios together where we merge two fund managers, we have one with Howard that is, specializes in the equity side and they do equity management very well. And then we have Sierra Ocean Park that does the, the fixed income side. And that's a very nice complement to each other within the portfolio. Can you speak maybe a little bit about that and you know, kind of what you see in, in, in the benefit of bringing in multiple fund managers? That's a, ter- that's a terrific point, Mark. Because technically, right, you guys are competitors, but we bring you together in the portfolio to make the client in a better, you know, put the client in a better position. Yeah. We, don't, we don't think we're competitors. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> exactly. So I'm glad you actually brought that up, Mark, because Mark, Justin, we, we've had this conversation before. Um, we don't look at it as com- competition. We look at it as complementation. And that's one of my, one of my go-to words. Um, he's, he's coined that phrase. Yeah. So it <laughs> yeah. It's a good one because it's true. You know, um, we know our lane and we stay in our lane. Right. And as a firm, we've been doing it for over three and a half decades, staying in our lane and doing it extremely well, because what we do really well is risk management with that fixed income focus, that tilt. That is what we do. And we operate in that lane very proudly because we know that's a very important role. And I think to answer your question about tactical management, I think an important thing to do is to take a step back and say, what is tactical management? What is it not? Well, I'll tell you one thing it's not, at least in in our view, it's not timing the market. We don't believe in timing the market. We don't believe you can effectively time the market. Um, We think it's a lost cause. So nor nor is it systematic rebalancing. No, exactly. Like like active money management, right? To throw a third in there, right? Strategic, active, and then tactical. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you could have passive uh, investments. You could have active investments. What we do at Ocean Park and my colleague Chris over at Howard Capital, we specialize in taking it that one step beyond active to be tactical, to not time the market, but based on a process, a complementary process, to react to the market and be the part of the portfolio that can be able to react according to what our rules and our stated goals and objectives are for our advisors and their clients. Yep. And on the fixed side, that's more preservation of capital, and that's more protection of capital, right? That's and on, right. on the equity side, it's more growth of capital, yeah. and also protection of capital when, right. when we can as well. Yeah, yeah, growth and accumulation. And just, just to kind of build off what Hammett had mentioned too, there's within tactical money management, there's a couple different styles too. You know, we do something that's called 
quantitative, which is, you know, all of our investment decisions, they're not based off of predictions, right? They're not based off of projections. Um, they're based off of math and probabilities, right? And that's how we both manage, you know, within our respective lanes, utilizing math and probabilities. So it's, it's again, it's a great, great complement to what clients might already be using in the strategic allocation or the active allocation of their portfolios. Could you, could you talk a little bit more about why it is important to have a specific process to work off of? The, the biggest thing is removing emotion from the equation, Justin. I mean, you know, based on what we've seen, based on numerous studies around behavioral finance, mm-hmm. right, there's one common denominator, and that's usually emotions, you know, tend to, you know, limit or deteriorate investment returns, yep. right? So having a mathematical, non-emotional process, it's really key for us, and it doesn't mean that, you know, we have a, a crystal ball. You know, it doesn't mean we know which way the market is going, but we know the probability of the direction it's going to go, right? And as long as we keep our clients in the odds game at Howard Capital, we believe they're going to continue to do very, very well. Yeah, and our process as an advisor is to make your job easier by when there is a market decline, handling the emotion from the client so that maybe there's a net inflow of cash, right? We always say buy low, sell high. Yep. But emotion throws that out the window, right? <laughs> nice. like, yep. you know, as soon as you get your statement and you see it's down 100000 you know, most people like common mm-hmm. sense just goes out, out the window. Yeah. You know, it's like I tell people, it's like if you go to Walmart and you're going to go buy shoes and you walk in and there's 40 cans of tuna fish for a dollar, right. you're probably walking home with 40 cans of tuna fish <laughs> even though you needed shoes, right? <laughs> even if you don't even like tuna fish or donate it, you'll sure. do whatever, right? But, sure. but, you know, the investment world is the only commodity that when it goes on sale, people don't buy. So as an advisor, it's our goal to hold the hand of a client and say, hey, you know what, now's a good buying opportunity, which is then an inflow of cash to your teams so that you can infuse it in the market at the right time and and potentially get a client a better rate of return, right? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, well said. And I think a theme that multiple um, times I've been hearing the word emotions, right? In in the investing world, as much as we'd like to say we want to remove it, it's filled with emotions. Why? Because we're all people. We're all human beings. We all have emotions. It's natural. That's not the problem. It's what we do. And this is why it's so important to be working with a quality financial advisor. This is why your team, um, it's such a pleasure working with you both, Mark, Justin, because you see it in real time, right? It's the clients are going through a journey and there's emotions, a lot of emotions. Times, those emotions get very heightened. Times like last year in 2022 that were highly emotionally charged. Well, it's important to have the right people guiding you through that and the right process, right? So what Chris said before, absolutely. There's gotta be, it's gotta be non-emotional and there's gotta be rules-based. We believe at Ocean Park that every asset manager, especially in the tactical space, in that space where you're tactical allocator, you gotta be able to answer three basic questions. And I think it's imperative that you do that. And those three questions are, one, when do you buy? That's imperative. You gotta be able to answer that. Secondly, what do you buy? And then third and final, which is often the toughest, when do you sell? Because that's an important part of tactical management when when it comes to the disengaging from the market, sheltering, what you said before, Mark, about preservation and being on that fixed income side, we take that really seriously at Ocean Park. We are 
often viewed as the foundational risk manager. Well, that's a lot of weight to be the foundation, right? Foundations, I mean, this building we're sitting in right now, we're, we're doing this uh, show, we're, we're, there's a foundation here that's in place. Um, Thank God we're we're not seeing it. It's there in place, but you 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 don't you want it to be sound and safe and sound, and you need it to be reliable. And so that's a very serious role to be in. So you have to have a process to do that. And fortunately, we do. And it's a daily process, and we answer that call daily for decades. And and that's something we're proud of, and that's something we stay true to. And one of the things that that we like about combining <clears throat> managers like yourselves, you know, in your in your teams, is that. You know, we've talked about it at some other events in the past is one of you and we'll talk, you know, let you explain it a little bit. But one of you is quick to get out of the market and the other one is more quick to get in the market because of how you control those assets that, that you're managing. And that really complements each other. So let, let's talk about the quick to get out of the market approach and the reason why and, and, and why that is important, especially on the fixed income side. Yes, that is excellent point, Mark, because, you know, what and what you're going to hear from Chris, uh, I think I love it. And this goes back to that complementation point. This is why it's so important to assemble these strategies and um, what you do in accordingly and have that plan plan in place, because exactly like you said, um, although we're both tactical, there's different there's different types of tactical. Right. Our process gets us out quicker. Why? Because we have a process that the answering of the question of when to sell, it's when what we own hits a short term trend line, what we call a trailing stop. And when the position that we own hits that trailing stop, we sell and go to cash. And we've got the ability to go up to 100% cash, um, which is a very imperative, it's a critical thing because that's true disengagement. And when you when you have a stance of being a foundational risk manager, you need to do that. So we are quick to get out of the way because we just need a single layer of confirmation to be able to perform that sale. Yeah, and a lot of times in the passive management style, you don't see those 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 moves to cash, right? It's, it's ah, just stay, ride the course, let it ride, right? Yeah. Let, it, let it ride, yep. <laughs> right? Yep. You know, and, and that's nice that a listener can know that like, hey, within the internals of the portfolio on either side, right? Yeah. We, can, we can do a pull to cash. And, and you know, so in, in sometimes where you don't want to be in the market, you can have this buy and hold in out of the market to wait and see when the best time to get into is. You mm-hmm. know, Chris, mm-hmm. same thing on yours, but your, your strategy is a little different because you guys are quick to get in when you see similar you know, quantitative analysis. Yeah, exactly. And, and if we've disengaged the market at Howard Capital, yeah, you know, traditionally we are very quick to redeploy that capital back into into the markets, right? And the main reason behind that, at least for us, is, you know, typically when we've seen a market, you know, bottom in, in the past, typically some of the biggest trading days as far as upside are usually pretty close to that bottom, right? And again, there's no way to call, it's physically impossible to call a top or a bottom, but it's very important for us at Howard Capital to make sure we're picking up on that trend quickly and redeploying our clients' capital back into the market so that we can catch at least hopefully a majority of those things. Yeah, and a lot of clients are unfortunately not even in the market at that point, right? Because they ran through the emotional cycle, they pulled their money out. I mean, we talk about a clock all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, you might not know where the bottom is, but you get a general sense of whether you're at five, six, or seven, or at 11, 12, or one. Yep. In the market, yes. yep. right? If you're at an all-time high, what's the worst that happens is when you sell, is you sell at one instead of 12, mm-hmm. 
right? And and what's the worst case is you buy at seven instead of six. Yeah. But we kind of know where we are on that clock, so to speak, of an investment cycle. Mm -hmm. And then the other analysis and, and stuff that you guys do kind of dials in even more to say, hey, you know what, let, let, let's try and get it a little closer to six or get it a little closer to 12. And, and to that point, that's why that process is so key, because at Ocean Park, we believe that you can't abandon your process you can't go against it there's there's no this isn't uh congressional right we're, we're, there's no veto there's no override right we're not this is this is not political this is um very rules-based and um set parameters and if you stick to your process is it perfection no it's definitely not. And I don't, I, I, I would argue that no process is perfect, right? Perfection doesn't exist, but there's processes, processes that are stronger than others. Mm -hmm. And I know that what, what we strive to be is to be the process that can be relied upon and um, deliver those strong results by sticking to those rules and implementing them and ex executing on them consistently, non-emotionally. And I think that's the key. And when you talk about disengagement, I think the other thing to know and, and acknowledge is just because you're disengaged doesn't necessarily mean that that part of your portfolio is doing nothing. Because as we, as we know, in the environment that we're in, there's been, there's been opportunity to have that part that's sitting in cash be productive in its own way. Especially now that rates have come up a little bit in a lot of those positions. And, yes. uh, you know, it's not like the last... 12 years of zero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there really wasn't much. Where, where we're sitting like a log in the water, just twiddling our thumbs, right? Yeah, so you were lucky if you were a bond manager and yeah. you bought a, a, a bond 29 years ago and yeah. still could hold on yeah. to it for, yeah. for one more yeah. year. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I think the, um, the, the two points of, of being very either quick to get in the market or, or quick to get out of the market mm -hmm. is, is really why... Uh, an individual would choose to work with a tactical money manager is that just like Mark was saying, we don't necessarily know that we're going to sell directly at six o'clock mm -hmm. or at, or at 12 o'clock, right? We don't necessarily know that we're going to sell at the absolute top, yeah. but being able to sell at 12, 15, you know, one o'clock is going to be able to in the very long, in the long term and in the short term, be able to, to help booster and, and bolster a client's portfolio overall. Yeah, you know, as advisors, we also have to guide of when maybe tactical management isn't the best. Yeah, correct. Right, and and not it's not for every client or every dollar that a client has. Exactly. And, and that's where the advisor comes in to disseminate how right, how much needs to be in a tactical strategy. You know, and, and, and there's other products that maybe provide better income. There's other products that, that provide different nuances. And, you know, some of the things you have to be careful of with tactical management is the tax consequences on it, mm -hmm. right? Because if there's movement of money, and it's not deferred, mm -hmm. then you're going to have capital gains at period of time, at periods of time. So yes. you know, clients need to understand that, and advisors need to maybe situate that that money, perhaps maybe in an IRA, a qualified account, yes. uh, especially if it maybe comes to trust planning or tax taxes are you know a little less advantageous, especially in <laughs> New York State where we're at sure, <laughs> as yeah. well. But um, sure. you know, but those are those are things that the advisor needs to address. Yeah. Because your job is, is the management side. You know, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily, you know, you get funds in on a platform. You don't see the client name. You don't see who the client is or what their goals or risks are necessarily. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're managing those assets in a fiduciary manner to make sure that you're managing them the best you can. And, and Mark, I love what you just said about it's not for everyone or for every part of your portfolio and your financial picture. Because that couldn't be any more truer. Because when 
people try to be or investment managers try to be everything to everyone, that's where not necessarily the best is offered, right? Specialists tend to master their specialty, right? I, I take it to, uh, if you want to talk the medical route, you talk about, the, let's say, surgeons, right? Uh, or orthopedic surgeon is who you want to go to for an orthopedic need. You could be you could be a fantastic cardiac surgeon, and God bless you, that's that's amazing, but you don't really want to go to a cardiac surgeon uh, for your hip, right? So similar thing, when you could go to the specialists that do what they do well in their respective lane and in the respective amounts, and again, this is in conjunction and coordination with your financial advisor that's helping guide your financial picture and deploy tactical strategies like a Howard Capital, like an Ocean Park, that's the game changer, using it properly. Yeah, and in your analogy to a doctor, right, you know, your general practitioner is your advisor, and they're giving you your specialists, mm-hmm. right. right? You know, there's nothing, you know, you, you walk into a doctor's office, you start talking to a doctor about a heart problem, say, doctor, I need you to operate, blah, blah, blah. And, right. and also needs to say, like, well, okay, but I'm a podiatrist. I, I mean, yeah, a surgery is not, not going to surgery is not probably going to go too well. Right? You, you, you need to be referred on to that to, to the specialist for whatever your your you know your your need is at that right. point. You know, and it's the same thing. Clients tell us their needs, their goals, their objectives, mm-hmm. and we need to be that general practitioner to say, okay, well, well, we need to use this tactical team over here or this investment over here because of those goals and and, and those needs. And that's why we like working with you guys because you work very well in that space that we can offer a client. Yep. And and for the clients that it makes sense for and the positions that, that make sense, it's great to be able to use good partnerships to be able to provide that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and investors, you know, they, they always want to talk with an advisor, their CPA, their attorney, you know, depending on what their plan is to make sure that the investments are suitable for where they need to be. Um, but that's important, and, and we've had a good relationship with that. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that we're, we're able to do very well is um, build out different portfolios with, with what we like to call sleeves, different sleeves of, of investment, either managers or um, different sleeves of purposes of, of each dollar, because each dollar that an individual has in their, their financial plan may serve a completely different purpose. Um, so being able to identify that and, and really getting to know the client is really important as well. And every dollar needs to be managed individually. Yeah. Right. We, we do this as, as an intro sometimes to our seminars and we explain that, you know, an army is only as good as the amount of specialties in the army. Mm-hmm. Right. If everybody can fight, you would think it's going to be a phenomenal army. Until they run out of ammo and there's nobody to reload them. That's right. Until there's no medic to pull them off the field. Until there's no support staff to fuel their planes and stuff like that, right? So when you think of money like an army, you know, every dollar needs to have a specific role in getting that mission done, right? And sometimes it might not be the glamorous role, mm-hmm. right? It might, might be, okay, I'm, I'm the guy cleaning the floor in the airport, yep. you know, in the air hangar. <laughs> so, so the yeah. fighter jet can take off. Yeah. But if that's not done... Right, that, that, that's dangerous. So, um, you know, so that's important to understand as well. So, we want to appreciate you guys for uh, coming in today. Uh, hopefully, we shed some light on tactical management and and how that can be built into a portfolio. As always, you can find the Astley Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, New York, one two one one zero, or at eight four 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 YTYM. Please like and subscribe, share, uh, and uh, if you have more topics that you'd like, uh, send them in for us. We always like uh, you know centering these topics around. So, once again, it's your time. Your money.
Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman of Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific action, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only. They should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esley Group operates under Cetera Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investment. Howard Capital Management and Sierra Mutual Funds and Ocean Park Asset Management are independent of the Esley Group and Cetera Investment Services. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cetera Investment Advisor, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.